Let me just get comfortable. Oh. Get comfortable. Um, oh, Jesus. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Your Mother and My Dog, the podcast. I wrote down the number for this one because I always, mm-hmm. I always uh, never know. It's 37. This is episode 37. We might hit 40 by the end of the year. Um, well, that depends if like we record a second podcast this week or if we skip the week. Right. We'd have to figure that out. We'll have to talk. Um, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I've uh, I've changed the movie that I want to do for next week. I got that sense. Well, you, you, you texted me a question and I was like, he seems like he doesn't know. Well, whenever I I asked you about a movie, if you, if you've seen a movie, it's to add to my list. Okay. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's not I for was... the immediate next episode sort of thing. Not always. Okay. I can't remember what I asked you, but it's been changed, and I think you'll like it. I think you'll be like, "Oh, that's such a good idea," or you won't. But um, that's something that we'll talk about later on in the episode. Before we get to anything, though, we have to talk soccer. Oh, we, oh, we have to. It's episode three of our soccer talk. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time we recorded, Canada still in it. Canada no longer in it. No. Sad, but that's okay. But we Croatia, got the first international goal. So yeah, they have two of them thing. now. Yeah. Two of them. Uh, Croatia, a big win today. Do you like? Are you watching all the like the games, or are you just kind of like paying attention? I don't watch any of them live, just because they mostly happen like either when I'm asleep or I'm at work. But I do every day. I I anxiously await TSN on their YouTube channel. Like they put out like a high a very good highlight video. It's usually like ten minutes long. I watch every one of those. Wow. So today I watched the the highlights of the Croatia Japan game. There's a nail biter. For oh for sure. I woke up uh, this morning around like eight o'clock. So the first half was over and it was one nothing Japan. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm in a I'm in a pool with some members of my family and uh, I've cho- I've picked Croatia to be Japan. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far in the knockout round, I well going into today, I was four for four um, in my in my picks, and so I needed mm-hmm. Croatia to win, and then they scored to tie it up uh, really quick in the second half. And I watched the second half; nothing else happened. And then I had to leave for work, so I didn't see the the penalties. But apparently, the Croatian goalie um, made a lot of saves, which is nice. Yes, he did have some very nice saves, especially in the. Uh penalty kicks i mean whenever a team only scores one time it's pretty impressive yeah it doesn't happen often and it wasn't like they missed the their target it was like it was on target just nicely saved now croatia gets brazil who many have have tapped to win the whole thing so they do have a very good team so yeah should be should be a good one they whooped south korea today well, yeah, South Korea didn't really have, like they weren't really supposed to do anything. They weren't uh, they weren't really supposed to be there. No, 
but I, you know, I always root for the underdog. I really wanted them to win. And I was watching the highlights and it was just like, Oh oh boy, it was not looking good. Um, well, if you're into underdog stories tomorrow should be a good, a good day tomorrow in podcast world being uh, December the 6th when Morocco plays Spain Mm -hmm. and, uh, Portugal plays Switzerland. Right. I I've actually think Mor- Morocco's actually been lo- playing pretty well. They did win the group. Yeah, they've been playing nice. I'm I'm excited to see if they can pull it off. Um, I, I chose I I picked Spain to win. That's the smart choice. Um, but I did I picked Switzerland to be Portugal, so that was my one oh. risk. Oh, you know they have a. A particular player on Portugal that happens to be very good. Yeah. The, okay. Well, the thing with Ronaldo is that he he plays. Well, he played for uh, Manchester United up until the tournament. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a prima donna, getting mad whenever they take him off, and he didn't really play all that well um, at Man U. Mm-hmm. And then in this tournament. He got mad at his coach for taking him off against, might have been against South Korea or against somebody, somebody they played last round. I can't remember. Um, so, you know, there's there's some trouble brewing there. In Switzerland had a pretty good uh, first round. So I okay. took the well, chance. I respect, I respect it. Thanks. Now, now I wonder if is this, is this the part of the podcast where I can uh, ask you if I can address a complaint I have about Canada Post? Can I do that now? Yeah. Before you do that, though, um, this is something that so it, this happens a lot. Uh, I was in Vancouver this past weekend, and um, uh, my partner's family members also had complaints about Canada Post. So. Um, just know that that it's not going on deaf ears. We're hearing you and we're making changes. But yeah, go ahead. Okay, great. Well, I have something you can present to your management team. I was driving home yesterday from my, from work, I guess. And I can't remember what Sunday? I was driving home from. Sunday, oh, no, that was Sunday. I was driving from home from something. And like you said, there was a man out there delivering mail. And I was like, oh, interesting. But now that makes sense because they have overtime on Sundays, apparently. Yeah, that could have been me because I was down um, Jutland area. It was not you. Okay. Because I saw the, the man in question and it was definitely not you. Okay. Somebody was parked on Gorge Road in front of Gorge Road Hospital. Like on the road, mm-hmm. there's, there's nowhere you can pull over there. It's just, it's just a single lane road going the way he was parked on. And he didn't have his hazards on. Ooh. And he had like one piece of mail and he jaywalked across to, uh, you know, the house in question that he needed to deliver it to. That's all I saw. But I thought it interesting. He was on the road with no hazards. And people were like, had to swerve around him and go into like oncoming traffic. Yeah, the no hazards, um, that's pretty indefensible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really have a excuse for for that. I mean, I can like Gorge Road. Not a lot of this is Vic, our Victoria talk. Yeah, not a lot of places to 
to park on that road. Very so, true. Like, that is something that we can kind of get away with. Yes. Um, I, I would say like when I worked for Canadian Springs delivering water every once in a while, you do a little bit of a cheeky park and you know, you're quick about it, but at least you put on the hazards. Yeah, for sure. Jaywalking though. That's disgusting. Uh, that's a, that's a inexcusable thing. Really? It's a busy road. Um, I'll have to find out. Well, as of today, there was a list of all the routes that um, people were doing on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So if I just would have to find what route that would have been and then find out who it was and then I can I can get them fired for you. That's great. Thank you. Can you take their name tag when they leave and so I can pin it on my wall? Totally. We don't have name tags. I know. It was I was trying to be funny in, in a short amount of time and I just said, I said name tag and I knew immediately you didn't have those. Um, speaking of funny in a short amount of time, mm-hmm. well, that would have been an okay segue for the movie, but we're not there yet. Yeah. Uh, any other complaints? That's uh, all I can think of right now. There's this one, there's a quick one I'll hit you with at my work who uh, half of our listener base happens to, you know, be employed at. Mm-hmm. We have a mail room. It's like in the warehouse that we are. Yeah. Every day somebody comes at, usually it's at around one. Somebody comes and they pick up our mail. And usually it's the same person. Every once in a while, somebody, somebody new, including a person I paddle with. He's come like twice. But anyway, there was this lady and she was kind of new or new to me anyway. She was just like, you're, you're supposed to go on these certain, take a certain path to the mail room. You have like mm-hmm. little arrows on the ground. And they just weren't following the arrows. And I, I almost said something to them, but I didn't. They weren't following the arrows. Yeah, there's arrows to get to the mail room because, you know, it's an active warehouse. There's like forklifts and all sorts of crap. And you're supposed to follow the arrows to the mail room. And they just didn't oh. do it at all. Oh, I thought it was like a COVID thing. No, no, not COVID. But, uh, it's, a, it's a dangerous, um, heavy machinery arrow mm. thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just so we know where all the people who aren't used to being in the warehouse are. So we keep our, our eyes on them, you know. Yeah, it's tough. Like if, you, if you've never delivered to a place before or never been to a place before to kind of like know the... That's also true. That's also true. So like whenever I go somewhere new, it's always awkward to find like, don't mm-hmm. know the door to go in and then... Somebody like you yells at me and right. Well, I was going to tell them nicely. I was like, "Oh, you're supposed to follow the arrows." I wasn't going to be like, "Hey, idiot!" You know, nothing like that. Yeah, that would that would have been nice mm-hmm. to do. Um, yeah, well, I see. Is... So I, I deliver around uh, the hospital in which you work at, but um, so I saw I drive past it every day, and I so I saw the truck coming out of it. So I, I think I know the guy who does it normally. Nice guy. Oh yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. Okay. Nice guy. Okay. Nice well, guy. nice guy. Speaking um, of speak- nice guys, I bet nice. you are, are, you know, you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. The follower of the week though is a woman this week. Unfortunately, uh. <laughs> I chosen a woman. It would have right. been great if it, if it wasn't, but so our follower of the week this week is a woman, a USA Today bestselling author. Oh. She has 
signed copies available via website, uh, available at Amazon, ebook, and print. 4,020 posts, 1,344 followers. Faith Marlowe is our follower of the week. Faith Marlowe. A, she has a lot of um, she has a lot of posts about her books, and uh-huh. one of her books is called "Being Miss Dracula." Oh, so I think it's like a horror book. Maybe she has a lot of horror books. Soul Syndicate, kind of, yeah, kind of teen angst, uh, sci-fi, that kind of genre. Okay. They got pictures of cats on here. I like that. Yeah, pictures of cats, pictures of her books, pictures of herself. I don't know why. She seems very prolific. I don't know why she follows us. Well, she can't really be all that prolific. Well, I mean, she will be now because she's our follower of the week. Mm -hmm. But she only has like 1,300 followers, but she's posted over 4,000 times, which is... There's a lot of posts. I can't lie to you. A lot of posts. It looks like we've liked some of her posts. Let's see which ones. Mostly cat ones. Right, right. I mean, if if we see a cat, we're gonna we're gonna like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Faith Marlowe, our follower of the week. Um, which is exciting. It's always exciting to have a follower of the week. Yeah, it's we're blessed to even have a follower to speak of. You know. Even just one would is is a blessing. We've got six hundred and seventy three of them. Um, yeah, that number is has been there for a while, but that's okay. Everything's yeah, everything's working out. I go on waves of you know social media interaction. I haven't been on it much lately. Uh, I was thinking about if we had like a Twitch channel and we just had our weekly podcast just playing on uh, a loop well i mean that would be interesting but just like live stream this one time but then there's like there's no video so and that's kind of the whole point of twitch right i don't know if i'm ready to have video yet but we might get there you know have the video version of the podcast yeah yeah maybe year two year two coming up Coming up. Speaking of coming up, let's just get to our, get to the movie. Let's do that. Fifteen minutes in, I think it's movie time. This week was a Jesse movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Run Lola Run, which of of all the movie titles in the world, I think this was the most. This was the most. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. It, it describes its about, content the most. Yeah, exactly. She ran the whole time. There was a lot of running. And her name was Lola. Yeah, I think they probably said run, Lola, run at least once. They must have, right? Maybe. It was a very short movie, though. It was. I liked that part of it. I mean, it was it was good in the sense of it didn't take up much time to to complete the one movie you had to watch a week. Mm-hmm. But I think this movie could have used like 10 more minutes. Make it a 90-minute movie. Mm-hmm. Even longer. It could have done with a little more length, like to flesh some things out, perhaps. 
what did you think of your movie choice, your German movie choice? First German movie of the podcast? Well, I thought it was a lot of fun. And fun rhymes with run. So I don't think that's a coincidence. Fun Lola run. Fun Lola fun. Fun r- Lola run or run Lola fun or fun Lola fun. That's the three versions that you could use. Right. Um, yeah. I've, one thing I thought was interesting because I t- in university, I took a German film study class and this film was like brought up because I, it's a very famous German film apparently, although you had never heard of it. And most people I bring it up to have never heard of it. But then I was thinking, I don't know how much we could talk about this in like a film study class. I thought like they were bringing it up like, Oh, Oh, I was going to pick run Lola run, but you know, that's the easy choice. I was like, I don't know what we would talk about in terms of, you know, a lot of the films we were, we watched in the German film study class was like movies that came out around the war and then like post-war and how is it clearly influenced by their, their post-war society. And then like the Berlin wall and that whole thing, you know, a lot of the discussion was based on that. There wasn't like a lot of that in this movie. There was perhaps a tiny bit, but um, yeah, there's not a whole lot of themes that are perhaps um, centered around German yeah, society, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, this was a fun movie for sure. Oh, yeah, it let's was a lot of here. It was fun. Yes, let's go back to that. It was a lot of fun, perhaps not very good for a film study class. Well, the only thing I could think of for this for a film study point of view is mm-hmm. the like the concept of like the three lives the three segments mm-hmm. um they also played with animation which was interesting yep that's true um so like this was a, a apparently a very important movie uh, for mm-hmm. cinema which i didn't realize because i had never heard of it mm-hmm. and this um this movie also was a big inspiration for a lot of other things that came after it. Right. Um, the music video for It's My Life by Bon Jovi was inspired by the film. Oh. It's my life. It's, it's now my or life. never. Mm-hmm. Uh, the film was an inspiration for the three-day cycle in The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. No. Which I thought was interesting. That's cool. Uh, the Simpsons peri- peri- parody. The Simpsons mm. had an episode um, <laughs> parodying Inspired it. by this. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's an um, easy word. Uh, Pinky and the Brain, apparently. Um, they have a... like They they had a remake of Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. So there's like a new series out. They had um, an episode about it. Pinky must acquire $100,000 to save Brain being held hostage after losing the bag with the money he was going to use to buy a rare isotope to power his latest invention which is basically the plot of this movie yeah to an extent i like i like how i can uh, i can pick out your reading voice you're just reading that but anyway go uh, ahead. wikipedia.org slash wiki run underscore lola underscore run uh they remade this movie in hindi and it was Ooh. released on netflix 
in February this year. Oh, that's fun. So in that sense, it wouldn't be a very long film studies class, but there's yeah, some I guess about. I guess when I think about my film study class, it was a lot of like, what what are like the political influences that, that you're seeing in this film, which are perhaps I guess might not be a long part of the discussion of this film, but more so, like you said, the different like art styles, like the animation. And then I guess they did, there was a lot about like, I guess perhaps free will or like, you know, how much you have a choice in things. That was, I guess, a pretty big theme or how like little tiny things can change a lot. Mm -hmm. So I guess that, that was kind of fun seeing, seeing that. Yeah. It's a lot. It's just it's a lot of fun. Uh, this movie didn't take a single break. Uh, it was like action, a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. It was go go go, run Lola run, the whole movie, which would have been exhausting if it was a full length movie. Right. But I mean, it was kind of exhausting a little bit. Yeah, in a way, and it was like t- that. That too, like I guess the moment. Because, you know, we re- relived the same sequence three times. The moment that is perhaps less action is when she's, like, confronting her father. Those three times, you know, like, it slows down. But even then, it's, like, really tense. And so, it like, it has a lot of action in a, in a different kind of way. So, like, that moment where there could be, like, a bit of a breather doesn't really happen. Right. Yeah, it's a different kind. It's not, like... Um... It's not like movement, it's like words. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I don't agree with um, in this Wikipedia article is that the Lola character, which was the main character, is often compared to Laura Croft from the 1996 video game Tomb Raider. Don't really see it. Don't see it. Um, They're both women. All. They're both women. Yeah, that's about as far as I get with the com- the comparison. They're even look alike. No, I mean, it was a like. pretty uh, well. It wasn't like a pretty film, but like it was cool seeing Berlin. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. it was well shot too. Like it was never like the parts where there was a lot of action. It was never like too busy. It was like focused action. That but like that also incorporated a lot of movement. I don't know. Like there's so much running and excitement, but not like overwhelming excitement. And yeah, it was cool seeing like the city and yeah, yeah, it was shot. Well, yeah, I thought it was a good movie. It was a good movie, but it's one of those movies. Like it was a good movie. And you're like, well, why was it good? So I don't know. It's just like a lot of running, like a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it was, you're right, it's hard to explain, it just seemed like an important movie, mm-hmm. stuff happened that you don't normally see, so it was, it was like unique in that sense. Yep, and the music was kick-ass, I like the music, and it was very 90s, like very, yeah, very 90s, 90s dance club music. This movie came out in 98. Um, it was the German entry for the foreign film at the at the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. uh, but it didn't get as far as getting nominated, no. which it's 
fair, I guess. I guess so. I would have to know what other films got nominated. It's fun also, like, seeing one of these movies, like, maybe you've heard of it and, like, but, or maybe you haven't quite heard of it and it's not, that's, what am I trying to say? You, you know, you pick a movie and then you realize, oh, that person's in it. And Lola, I remember her from the Bourne movies. Have you seen the Bourne movies? Um, yeah, she definitely looked familiar to me. So I had to look up why she was familiar to me. And that's one of the reasons why. Yeah, she was like in the first two or something. And then the last one or something like that. But yeah, that was fun. I'm like, oh, it's, I know, I know you. It's fun. It's like you cling on to those those people you recognize. I recognize nobody else in the movie. No, me neither. They're all German. Uh, how did you feel about those snapshots of what happened? What happens to the the secondary characters? Like the people that, that she runs into? Yeah. I, it was like ki- kind of different, interesting. Maybe, maybe overused a little. I don't know. I, I, that, that's where I, when I when I said that, like when I was thinking, oh, well, was there any sort of like political commentary in any of these? The those snapshots, there was a bit. You know, there was like some some moments like with the military, and I thought maybe it had to do with like uh, you know, like the whole Berlin Wall like spy thing. I thought maybe I saw snapshots of that, but I could have just been projecting that onto it. And that wasn't actually what I saw, but I don't know. It was like for most, uh, more often than not, it was like a bit of a dark turn that the general film didn't really have, I guess. Yeah. I don't know if it really added anything to the, to the movie, but yeah, it wasn't like my favorite part, but it was like, okay, there is like a little bit of a seeing the underbelly of like the facade of these people's lives. I guess it's like kind of interesting. It's a little different. My favorite part was when, um, the ambulance hit the glass pane. That was cool. Then the guys were just holding it still. Well, like they, they had the, like those, those glass glove things Mm -hmm. just to, Stand there without without glass. Classic big pane of glass bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have any other fun notes? Um, I guess not. No. According to IMDb, the English dub of this film is widely regarded as one of the worst in history. Oh, really? Oh, well, I'm glad I didn't watch the English dub then. I didn't know there was an English dub. Neither. I mean, most uh, films, I guess, do get, get one. Uh, the film contains almost 1,600 transitions. So it's like an edit, mm. a cut, a dissolve, fade. Uh, and so there's only 71 minutes. So it doesn't include the credits. Um, so that equals about... 2.7 seconds per shot, which I think is a know, lot of, that is a lot of cuts. It speaks to the action that we saw. Yeah. So, I mean, not, not bad. Well, how would you rate Lola's running? Like if you were to see that person, you know how sometimes 
you're driving along and you see somebody going for like a jog and you go, that's a weird runner. Like, oh, they got some weird style going on. They clearly aren't very good at running. What would, what would you rate Lola's running? At 10? Um, if I can remember correctly, she wasn't a very good runner. Didn't mm-hmm. look natural. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I watched this movie like a week and a half ago. Right. So it didn't stand out as like that bad comically. Right. Um, but let me see if I can find it. Well, yeah, because like, because they do it slow mo basically. Yeah. Well, there's some slow mo, and then there's like some of her, like you know, going going full speed. You so, know? um, maybe that's what adds to the I would the say weirdness. Like, I, if I saw her running, I wouldn't think she's a weird runner at all. I would think she's really given it. And uh, decent form, I'd give her a 7 out of 10. Uh, do you want to get into scores then? <laughs> we can get into scores. And uh, we shall just... Yeah, I'm not even just ig- acknowledge it. Just, just ignore everything. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, then I'm going to start with acting. Okay. We normally start with acting, but I'm going to start with acting this time. Mm-hmm. It's a German film. We talked sure about is. that a little bit. Uh, so a little difficult to judge. A German film from the 90s that was apparently like you got 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Probably not not for its acting. Um, it's hard to judge the complete acting because we really only heard them, heard them in German. And so it sounded fine to us, I guess. But with that said, I didn't have any issues with, with anybody's acting. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody ruined the movie for me. The dad was a bit brash. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman, the mistress was... Th- that. I mean, that's probably the weakest part of the movie for me was like the, the dad mistress right. thing. And, but uh, I gave acting a seven. Okay. Seven out of ten. I thought everybody did a, a pretty fine job, uh, considering. Yeah, I thought uh, Lola and Manny, the the, the performers doing, uh, did a, quite a good job. And yes, I agree that uh, the father and his mistress perhaps was a, a low light in terms of acting, but overall, yeah, I thought it was uh, pretty well performed. And uh, I'll, I'm, that's the same score I'm giving it a seven. That's the first time it's ever happened in 37 episodes, the same score. For acting, probably. Um, okay, well then next we would do an ending score. How did you how did you like the ending? Um Yeah, it was a all right, I guess. I don't know. It's like well it's like, it's like oh it's it's like three endings kind of. And I was like, oh and you know, which one is the the real ending, I guess? Probably the ending of the movie. Yeah, the ending of the movie. That's probably the real ending. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I mean, that didn't really stand out. I mean, I can't even remember how it ended. I was like, oh, I think she, like, goes and it's the casino one, right? That's the real ending? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was fine. Six. Wow. Um, <laughs> I okay. Well, to start off, I also give ending a six. Oh, um, that wasn't that wasn't planned. 
I, no. I wrote it down beforehand, but I didn't really like the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, ex- I didn't like how it played out or like how the ending was in c- contrast to the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. But like it, it almost seemed too convenient how they got out of it. Yeah. Um, it ended too happy and perfect uh, for a movie where everything seemed to go wrong for them. Then all of a sudden it goes right. She, so another weird thing about this movie is that she has that scream. She screams and breaks glass all the time. Right. Never really explained, but this isn't really a movie where they explain stuff. So she does that at the roulette table. She mm-hmm. wants it to, she wants it to, to hit 20. She, she bets on 20. Uh, because she she really wants to to get this money to save her boyfriend, so she does it and she screams and then it lands on twenty. It's like okay, cool. Um, Manny runs into the same guy who takes the bag of money at the beginning, trades his gun, his loaded gun, for the bag of money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and that works out fine. So then they both meet in the middle of the road outside the grocery store, and they both. Well, I guess he gives the money to the guy he owes money to, and everything's fine. But then she has the bag of money as well, so they they have a lot of money at the end of the movie. So mm-hmm. they're they're happy. It, it just seemed to me that they spent a lot more time on the first two out of the three of the segments and then like didn't really give the ending too much of a of a care. Right. It's like wrap wrap it up nicely. But I give it a six because it 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 wasn't the best, but it also wasn't like a super bad ending. That would ruin the movie. So six. That's fair. There, just quickly when you, you mentioned like her screaming and like breaking glass when in that German film studies class, we watched a movie called the tin drum. Have you seen that? No, of course not. Okay. Well, there's a kid in that movie and he screams and he breaks glass. I wonder if, uh, that was a homage to that. Oh, perhaps could have been doubtful. Be. Doubtful. I don't know. But I maybe. think it probably was. Maybe. Okay. Doubtful. That's fine. Well, that, that would be like us saying, uh, what's a Canadian movie? What's a Canadian movie? Yeah, so that'd be like us. Um, what's that? Like those two Canadian dudes, right? Who drink Bob beer. and Bob and something. McKenzie. Bob and Doug. Bob and Doug McKenzie. It's like us being like, oh, they they sit on the couch and drink beer in that yeah. one. So, but they also do that in this one. So it's like maybe they got that from that from maybe it's a homage. Okay. Well, forget that then. Okay, well, that was acting and that was ending. Now, the big one. Score out of 10. I don't know. At this point, I don't know who's going to give it a a better score out of 10. So, uh, I'm just going to let you go first. You want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, you let me know how how you feel about it overall. Okay. Well, I just, you know, like I said, it was just kind of like a lot of fun. And I didn't have to think too hard 
it wasn't like I'd have to like analyze it too hard, I guess. Just kind of like run in and like a kind of interesting concept with the reliving of the same um, scenario three times. And then, but my brain like was trying to find some sort of deeper meaning in, in certain parts. It wasn't, didn't really get there, but, but that's all right. I didn't hold it against it or anything like that. It's just kind of like a, yeah, an enjoyable movie. I gave it a seven and a half. That's insane. Okay. So I also gave it a seven and a half. Okay. Um, I'll send you a picture of my scoring just so you know I'm not just stealing your content. Right. You didn't, you didn't like read my mind or something. Yeah. So seven out of 10, or 7.5 out of 10. Sorry. Just a little picture there. Um, this film, an important film for cinema. Uh, not even just for German cinema, but like cinema for the world, apparently, because it gave us the second, well, not the second, but like what we think of as the second Legend of Zelda um, video game. Yeah. I know there are other ones, but um, like it, they had a unique style, uh, a lot of action. I mean, you yeah. couldn't, you couldn't like, this wasn't a movie where you can look at your phone and also pay attention because you, you'll miss some stuff. That's, That's true. <laughs> pretty important. Uh, I liked the three segments. Um, and then I also liked how, you know, she died a few times. Well, she died once and then he died once. And then she woke up and like replayed, replayed the, the day over again, but different things happened to, for a different outcome. And I felt like we didn't need an explanation mm-hmm. about that. It just, just kind of got it. It's like a choose your own adventure book. So yeah. like when you make, make a bad decision and then you had to start over. Um, so yeah, 7.5. I'm glad you picked it. Good movie. Thank you. I was no, happy you. with that one. Um, yeah, the next movie probably, um, you probably won't like it as much, but. <laughs> okay. Um, let's what? see if there's any. No, Is it no, like we notoriously won't. bad or something? Well, we don't know that. Okay. I think, yeah, I think that's it for Run, Lola, Run. Good movie. Maybe it changes the way I look at other movies. I don't know. Could. Could be. If it's that influential on us, who knows? I got to so say. Oh, you yeah. go right ahead. No, no, I'm I'm moving on, but you're not moving on. So. Well, I was going to say, you know, with a quick Google search, I put the tin drum, Run, Lola, Run. This is here. Lola's ability to shatter glass by screaming is almost certainly a shout out to the tin drum. Okay. I mean, that I, one I person said it. it. I don't see it. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. You haven't seen, well, you haven't seen it. That's true. You haven't seen the tin drum. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. Okay. So originally, I wanted to, for episode 38, our next movie, I wanted to go. I wanted to watch the original Power Rangers mm-hmm. in 1995, which we, yeah. we still might do, but I that was only because the Green Ranger died in real right. life. So a bit of a homage, if you will. 
because that was a movie I watched a lot growing up, um, and I wanted to watch it. I haven't watched it as an adult, and I wanted to watch it in an adult lens. Right. Um, but then I realized, wait a second, it's December now. It'll be closer to the middle of December by the time we put the next episode out. Yes. And what happens in December, but holiday movies. Mm-hmm. There is a movie coming out called uh, Violent Night with uh, Hopper, David Harbour from Stranger Things, playing Santa, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where he, I don't know, he has an axe or something and kills people who are trying to kill him. I don't know. Yeah. But that reminded me of another movie that we had watched previously called Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm-hmm. About a Santa, or we watched, we watched Deadly. We watched Deadly Night. No, Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. So we did watched. we? Mm-hmm. So we didn't even watch the first one. No, we didn't watch the first one. Okay, well, that changes things because my pick for the movie was Part Two because I thought we watched the first one, <laughs> but we haven't watched the first one. We've only watched the second one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the one that has Garbage Day. That's that's Part Two. All right. Okay. So Silent Night, Deadly Night, the original one uh-huh. is, well, okay, I thought this was going to be our first, the first sequel we did, but I guess not. <laughs> nope. So Silent, well, because Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, mm-hmm. I don't remember much about it at all. Oh, it was pretty garbage. I can tell you that. Garbage day. I, it. I looked at it um, and it apparently had a lot of, um, a lot of clips from the first movie. So I'm like, okay, well, if we don't remember the first movie, at least the second movie will have, will have a lot of clips to remind us. But if we, it's not too late to change your mind. About what? About what movie you're about to pick. Are you, are you picking silent night, daily night? The original silent night, deadly night. Yeah. Okay. We, I, I Googled silent night, deadly night. And one of the first ones that come up is, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, Garbage Day. Right. So there are a lot of, well, okay, well, if, if you think that we basically have watched the first one by watching the second one, should we watch the third one? <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, Better Watch Out. What was it called? So we're going to watch, we've watched the second one, we're going to watch the third one, but never having seen the first one. Well, no, I guess we have to watch the f- first one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna okay. watch the first one, Silent okay. Night, Deadly Night. Okay, the first one, which I think. What, what's the running time on that bad boy? Uh, the running time on this one, you'll be happy. Well, the unrated version is only eighty-five minutes. Uh huh. But if we don't get the unrated version, it's only eighty-two minutes. Ooh, three extra minutes for the unrated version. We'll have to make sure we watch the same version. Yeah. That's like when we uh, watched the Toxic yeah. Avenger that first time and we're like, I don't get the hype. And then we watched the second time that it was the actual like intended version. And there was a lot more uh, entertaining. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, well, that one was bad too because like, it was a, it was quite a bit. Three minutes isn't, wouldn't that be that much, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Toxic Avenger seems like it was 
at least 20 minutes. Yeah. Yes. There was a lot more things that we got to see. So, okay. I'm, I'm on the Wikipedia page and I'm only, I'm going to read a few sentences for you. It's not going to ruin anything. Right. I don't want the plot ruined for me. So it has a 44% rating on Ron Tomatoes, which is not even close to the worst movie we've watched on this. Right. Um, Siskel and Ebert condemned the film. Siskel went as far as to read the names of the film's production crew on air, telling them, shame on you. Gene Siskel, which uh, may he rest in peace, also said that all the money the filmmakers were making off this film was blood money. Another film reviewer, Leonard Maltin, denounced the movie, calling it a worthless spatter a worthless splatter film setting it as a bomb and asking what's next. The Easter bunny is a child molester. Oh, so I think, yeah, I think you've picked a real gem here. The, this film was released as a double on a double feature disc alongside its sequel in 2003, which I think would be great to watch for the holidays. Yeah. But, I think we're doing Silent Night, Deadly Night, the first one, which won't make a lot of sense for anybody else. But this is this podcast has always been just for me and you. So, pretty much, Silent Night, Deadly Night, one, 1984 American psychological slasher film, which is holiday related. It is. Well, that's a great choice, Josh. I'm excited for that one. I thought we, well, I guess that makes sense that we didn't watch that one. We watched the sequel for, because you had the VHS. So. Yeah, I just happened to find it and I was like, oh, I've heard good things about the second one. I've heard it's got some funny, quotable moments. And then I also remember us absolutely hating that movie, except for that one scene. Well, then we'll have a lot to watch or a lot, a lot to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Well, okay. Part two has a 25% Rotten Tomato score. Okay. So part one, better? Right. To the, according to the critics. Yeah. How are you going to watch it? No idea. Yeah, that'll be a whole adventure in and of itself. I would, uh, uh, I would look at to see if it's on YouTube, but that ruins podcasts, apparently. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a, we found out the hard way. That's a no-go. Um, okay, yeah, so... That's exciting. Um, anything, anything you want to talk about before we wrap things up? I don't. I don't think so. No. Do you? Uh, do you know where you want to go with your next movie choice? I've been tossing around some ideas in my head. You know, there's like one that I want to watch for myself that I've never seen. I might use that, but I'll have to run it by you and see if you've seen it. Uh, my guess is probably not. But then it's also like too similar to a movie we've already seen, so I don't know if we could do it. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll run some ideas past you. We're almost we're almost running out of movies, though. Yeah, we are a few few away from just nothing left to talk about. Silent Night, Deadly Night Two. Is on YouTube, but I don't know if the first one is. That's like, it seems to be the one that people know better. Oh, yeah. 
all from that garbage day thing. It's all from that garbage day thing. Yeah. All it takes sometimes. Come on. Give me the line. Yeah, so it's just like he yells garbage day and then shoots the guy through the garbage can. Mm-hmm. Very Halloween, very Christmas. Very Halloween-y. Very yeah, Christmas-y. We, we have to watch the first one because the second one's so bad. And why put ourselves through that again? Yeah. How great would that have been if you picked a movie that we... I shouldn't have said anything. I said we'll just watch the same movie again. Well, it's been years. That's true. It has. I do remember hating it, though. Yeah, but you haven't seen the first one. Yeah, it might just make a whole lot more sense. Okay, well, what about like bad or Santa movie? Well, maybe I'll just do bad horror Christmas movie. Have you seen like Krampus or whatever it's called? No, I know there's like Black Christmas. That's a famous one. The first... The first one is Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a movie called Silent Night, Bloody Night. Oh, yeah. From 1972. Let's see that one. Mm. Yeah, it's a Lloyd Kaufman. Why does that name sound familiar? Oh, because that's the Toxic Avenger guy. Sure is. John Carradine in a supporting... Oh, that's not the same guy. Hmm. Well, do we like... That's 72, though. Well, well maybe some this riveting is, stuff here. This one's on YouTube. Sorry, do you have something to talk about? Anything you want to plug before we go? (laughs) No, 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 nothing like that. I'm just curious what you're doing right now. You're just like Googling bad Christmas movies? Yeah, because that's kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to watch a bad, like a really bad Christmas movie because it's December and we're heading into the Christmas season. Right. I had that. uh, (laughs) Don't worry about it. No, I'm not going to worry about that. I had the realization the other day, because a movie I used to watch a lot as a kid, it's called Jingle All the Way. I'm sure you've heard of that. Yeah, well, I owned it on VHS for a long time. Me too. And it was that was the thing in my household. If I owned it, it's one of the few movies that I did own, and I just would watch it over and over again. And I remember loving that movie as a kid. That movie sucks. That movie is straight up garbage. You yes, but I think it does what it was supposed to do. Right, it was like, very entertaining not, for me back as when I was a child. Exactly, like it's not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be like uh, it's a wonderful life or something. It's just supposed to be right a garbage Christmas movie. There are so many garbage Christmas movies. Oh yeah. Watched. This weekend we watched Deck the Halls with Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick, which was filmed in BC. Uh-huh. 
it's a it's a garbage Christmas movie. Christmas with the Cranks we watched, decent, yeah, but kind of a garbage Christmas movie. There's a lot of, there's a lot of garbage out there that people watch every year because it's about Christmas. Yeah, and the little traditions and stuff. Yeah. Okay, so I've changed my mind on the movie choice. Okay. So instead of watching uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, the first one, Mm -hmm. since we've already watched the second one, not on the podcast, and didn't like it, Mm -hmm. we're going Silent Night, Bloody Night. Okay. It's a 1972 movie. I will send you the YouTube link. It's on YouTube. The full thing. Oh, great, great, great. Okay. Uh, It's not in black and white, but it's a horror. The YouTube calls it a horror mystery thriller. Mm Mm-hmm full-length movie it's like i said before it's by by the toxic avenger guy Mm -hmm. so you know it's good it was filmed in 1970 but not released theatrically until 1972 under the alternate name night of the dark full moon re-released in 1981 is a movie called death house yeah Uh, yeah. It's that the plot follows a series of murders that occur in a small New England town on Christmas Eve after a man inherits a family estate, which was once an insane asylum. See, I'm looking up this movie, and I don't think Lloyd Kaufman ever touched this movie. It doesn't really look like it, does it? No, it's too early for him. Well, it says it. Co-produced by Lloyd Kaufman. Oh, perhaps it was... Produced. I mean, he, he probably didn't do anything. Like, it's just co-produced. This, we should just make this podcast about just, like, discussing the movies we're going to watch, but don't actually ever watch them. It's a good segment. It's one of our best ones. Oh, yeah. That's true. Okay, so, are we locking it in? Is this your movie lock-in of the week? My movie lock-in of the week is... Silent Night, Bloody Night. Yes, I will share it with you, the YouTube. Um, and then we'll watch it. And then we'll... Oh, there's two different YouTube... Well, that one doesn't look as good. There's so many YouTube videos. Uh, YouTube movies. Uh, 6.1... Okay, which one is... Okay, this one... Okay, the one I'm going to send you has 200,000 views. The other ones had like okay. six, six thousand. Okay. So. so this one's like a well-established, you know, it's been seen. Yeah. And I kind of skimmed through it a little bit and it looks decent. Decent quality, watchable. Well, it was only on my phone because I didn't want to try it on. Uh... No, no. But I'll not. do it on the, once we wrap this up, I'll do it on the laptop and then, and then send it to you. And then we'll do that, and then, yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed our our longest episode yet. Uh, this episode isn't the longest one yet, but thanks. Got to be close. Well, we're at about, I would say, 56 minutes. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of an issue in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think our longest... It was over an hour anyways. Okay. Well, it's, it's close then. 
what a journey it's been. Yeah, for one of the shortest movies, one of the longest episodes. Yeah, we fr- we spent the first fifteen minutes talking about soccer. So that is true, and the failures of our postal system. Well, one guy, okay. Okay, just one guy. Just one guy. I only park in the designated residential areas. It says well, resident good. only. That's me. You are a resident. You know, we can park in paid parking places and don't have to pay and we won't get a ticket. That's a, that's a flex right there. Why don't you just take those trucks on your days off and you never have to pay for parking? They get mad. Well, too bad for them. Uh, is that the music I hear? Oh, well, well, I can hear I can hear something. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. You've made it to the end. Yes, you've made it to the end. The podcast is done. Josh had some fun. Jesse was there too. We'll see you next week. What movie will it be? We're happy to have you. Goodbye.